This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And if you guys think we sound a little different today It's cause we do for your listening yeah. pleasure, we have our microphones. We have new microphones. I also have a little bit of a hangover from our <gasps> Bravo happy hour, our Halloween happy hour that we attended last night with some of our favorite housewives and also virtually, Tom Tom. virtually, virtually. Of course, we're uh, we're being safe in these uh, these trying times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we went so we attended this bravo happy hour halloween themed thing and giselle was there in her catwoman costume shannon bador wore her mrs what's it called mrs. Roper. roper outfit roper. iconic from season 11 we had some of the salt lake city ladies stephanie hallman was there it was fun i was i wasn't sure what to expect and i had a really good time yeah, um, I do have to say really quick that Ashley Darby's costume won me over because she was Peggy Bundy, who's her favorite housewife. And I just thought that was amazing. But yeah, I mean, it's different when we see these women on these. It's so funny on these Zoom sessions, because it's more of like an intimate <laughs> experience. It's like they're they're still themselves, but it's like, you know, not on camera. So it's a little it makes them feel a little bit. Oh, we saw Jackie in her share costume. That was nice. I loved that, <laughs> I loved that nobody uh, nobody mentioned that Jackie was wearing the same costume we know she wore to the filmed Halloween party last week. But, you know, we're all about recycling here, uh, sustainable fashion. Um, <laughs> we have some exciting news before we get into our shows that we're talking about today. We have yet another Vanderpump Rules pregnancy announcement. Miss Sheena is expecting. She's having a baby in April of next year. And I'm just so happy for her. She had a miscarriage earlier this year that she shared publicly. And so now she's having her rainbow baby, which is a term I know about because of Monique Samuels. I don't yes. know if I would know that otherwise. Um, I'm very happy for her. I mean, oh, how could you not be happy when someone is expecting a child um i just feel like sheena it's all happening for her and it's all happening she got that clear blue pregnancy announcement (laughs) spawn i'm very happy for her for that as well because getting checks is just as important as happiness i agree (laughs) i can i ask a question really quick that dylan you probably don't know the answer to but regarding clear blue because we know malika did this too (laughs) like like sheena the first person I don't want to tell that I'm pregnant is the pregnancy sponsorship. Like, unless they have it in their contract, like, hey, if I get pregnant, can we work together? Like, I don't know how that works, but I don't, I know. don't know the exact timeline. This has become something that a fair amount of people have done. I think 
I think Ashley Simpson did a pregnancy test spawn. I think maybe Khalees did one as well. It's, it's definitely a thing now. I have a feeling it's the kind of thing where if you know you're planning to get pregnant, you can kind of shop that around, maybe put out some feelers. But yeah, I don't know the exact timeline. It's kind of like when people get engaged and they have people exclusive photos an hour later. (laughs) It's like, what was the timeline there? I don't know exactly. But you know, Sheena can't get back to waitressing just yet. So I'm glad that she is going to have that clear blue check um, in the bank. Good for her. Um, We also have some exciting casting news about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They are currently filming season 11. And we have a new housewife, Crystal, who Mm -hmm. is, she has a coconut product brand. That's her thing. And she is married to a film director who co-directed The Lion King and also a bunch of other movies. But I'm super excited to see Crystal. She's the first Asian American housewife Mm -hmm. of Beverly Hills. So it's great to see diversity on that franchise continuing to bloom. Yes, and in other Real Houses of Beverly Hills news, drum roll, we have a friend of announcement, which is none other than Kathy Hilton herself. And I am so effing excited for this. You are. I'm so excited. Are you kidding? You know how I feel about Paris Hilton, like, and that family. (laughs) But I am excited to see the dynamic because we have seen for years Kim and Kyle. And I mm-hmm. just feel like it is going to be a completely different, um, just different vibe with Kathy and Kyle. And oh, an older sister is really something. I am so curious to see how this is going to go. I'm I'm excited at the possibilities, but I also feel like it could go a lot of different directions. It's hard to know when someone is just coming on as a friend of, it's like, are they really going to get involved in the drama? Is she going to go on all the trips with them and stuff or just kind of be around? And also, you know, if Kyle sort of brought her on to the show, is she going to stay on Kyle's side and not really rough things up with her or we could also see it go the opposite way and Kathy really kind of you know hold Kyle accountable in a way that I don't think many other people have I will say with the casting updates that we've had recently so that's Teddy leaving obviously Denise is not coming back Crystal seems really Crystal seems very she's she seems like a normal person but at the same time she has major Hollywood connections I'm sure she has a lot of money I am and with Kathy joining too I'm really excited at kind of the possibilities that that brings up for next season Sutton is going to be back Garcelle is going to be back I just feel like obviously it's too soon to know whether it's going to be a great season but I feel like they're really making some interesting casting moves that I think are going to shake things up, hopefully in a really good way. And we're needed like definitely. So stay tuned for that, which we all will. Um, Should we get into (laughs) it? No Tori Spelling. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, We're talking about. I will believe Tori Spelling rumors at never (laughs) o'clock. Or (laughs) when the season premieres. And we know for a fact that it's, she's not there. If if there are literal photographs of, Tori Spelling being filmed with the cast I will believe that she's coming on the show until then 
Tori, stop leaking your own casting rumors. <laughs> All right. Um, today we are talking about the part two of Below Deck reunion and Real Houses of Orange County. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. This reunion, I feel like the first half of the episode was just bickering about THC versus CBD yeah. and the particulars of maritime law and whether or not Hannah had a prescription and who saw the prescription and when and was it on the back of the box. And as much as I thought the drama was interesting to watch on the season, I am so fucking done with hearing about maritime law. I never want to hear about it again. But also, like, I couldn't believe you are so right how long we could have talked about the differences between THC and CBD. I, I just like, okay, move on. She, oh, by the way, she already got fired and has no intentions of coming back. So can we find something else to discuss? I love when Hannah was like, Oh, let me. And she like leaned in. She's like, you can uh, unscrew the top and put whatever oils in the top that you want. <laughs> right. And then, so it's like, they were like, it's the wrong pen. And she was like, I put in the oil and Jess was like, Oh yeah, you can put in whatever oil. And then I felt like it was like 10 minutes later, Bugsy came back to that. She was like, but it was the different pen. And it's like, we talked about this. Like, I know. Nobody and cares. I know. And, and the fact that they kept saying that Hannah gave her prescription and they were like, but after she got fired, right. But she still proved, she still proved herself, but they didn't go into yeah. that, which I thought was interesting. I just think it's the kind of thing where this whole drama, I think, Obviously, people were really invested in it when it was happening. It was a big, you know, historic moment in the show. Hannah had been on since season one. But it's the kind of thing where it's not <laughs> something that needs to be rehashed a million times. And by the okay. end of this reunion, I was like, oh, my God, I, I can't know. listen to this anymore. OK, but I have to bring up Maritime Law one more time, Dylan. I'm sorry, because <laughs> I laughed and I just laughed again looking at my notes about it. <laughs> when Hannah said... I'm sorry. I love Hannah. But when she said, because Malia was just trying to get her point across, which I did understand. But OK, we get it, Malia, that if you're not allowed to take dr mind altering drugs. OK, so uh -huh. when Hannah said it wasn't Valium and they go, then what was it? <laughs> she said Tylenol PM. I almost fell off the couch because that makes you go to sleep. <laughs> Like you can't yeah, if, operate a boat. If Benadryl yes. is not allowed, then Advil PM definitely isn't allowed. Like, and then you could tell she backed up a little, Hannah, because she was like, oh, shit, you're right. And I was like, Hannah, ugh, you almost had it. I know. I I was glad when Hannah, as much as I love Hannah, I was glad when it was kind of time for her to leave because I was like, oh, she doesn't need to sit here and try to explain herself anymore. Like we're we're good. I know. I know. And she's about um, to have a beautiful baby and and. <sighs> I can't again, guys. Sorry, she still hasn't had her baby yet. Me and Dylan have been like, we're she's on, gonna have we're it on today. Baby watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have so much to say. Sorry. Also, Jess and Rob. The, just I another <laughs> Jess. What the hell? Well, speaking. This is a good segue too because speaking of machinery and Jess, when Jess decided to say because there were a lot of foot and mouth situations with her this episode what are we operating machinery and everyone was like yeah Bugsy's like we're literally yachting yes <laughs> we're on we, a fucking boat <laughs> I I think the thing is like I believe that I think Jess is probably a really nice person 
to be around most of the time but clearly when mm-hmm. she gets in certain situations she just kind of loses her mind a little bit situation and- being over zoom not in front of the person where you can say whatever you want and <laughs> <laughs> I okay the whole thing with Asia who by the way is joining us from some internetless bunker somewhere and <laughs> we can barely see or hear her I I can't believe how adamant Jess is that Aisha was doing something inappropriate when it's like, babe, we all watched the same show. And I don't think anybody watching the show was like, yeah, that's fucked up. No, like it. nobody cares. No. And also it would be one thing if they made out, if they hooked up, if they canoodled if on the deck. She was taking a picture like it. it this point, it was past comical. Like it's weird. And. And then she like felt the need to move on to like this message that Rob sent Asia, by the way, Asia did not send it. Rob sent Asia talking, taking like a poop or something like that's So not like it was, it was about taking a big dick. Oh, Dylan, Dylan. (laughs) Till, um, right. Till this second, till this second, I, thought it was oh man i'm gonna i'm gonna literally die i thought they said take a big dump no because they were bleeping out dick i think or like i was like how is that you know how is that sexual like why he's wondering if she's he's joking with her taking like a big dump okay this makes so much more sense now okay i'm curious though because asia's saying that when she went to her messages all she sees is like that he unsent stuff so Mm -hmm. she never actually saw the message but jess says that Asia responded to the messages. This is one of those things where it's like total. She said, she said, like, we're never going to know the answer. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I don't think it matters that much because the thing is like, who this was like 11 months ago. Okay. Maybe they sent some like quote unquote inappropriate Facebook DMS, but like they're, they didn't have sex with each other. They didn't hook up. Rob didn't cheat on Jess with Aisha like Mm -hmm. regardless of I think Jess thinks that these like allegations are a lot more scandalous than they actually are because it's like I don't care what they Facebook messaged each other after you two were already done like whatever yeah I agree and also I don't know what Jess is like if she had like a plan this whole episode like I don't know it just like it didn't help it didn't make her look good and I agree you're right we've said it in the past maybe she is nice but this episode particularly did not make did not help her situation like she was arguing about like the the THC and they were like Jess it's in your contract like you have no leg to stand on with this like it's not and she's like well maybe it should be like on the front page of the contract I don't know (laughs) yeah that whole thing was dumb because it's like Jess like this is making you look stupid. (laughs) Right. And the same thing with the message and the hand on her backpack, like every it's making her like, she just like, just be the bigger person. Like, don't say anything. You guys aren't even together. Like, and I honestly like the way Rob handled that situation too. He was like, yeah, I, yep. I sent, he was like, I did send it. Yes, I did. (laughs) I was, I was like rolling my eyes when Andy asked Asia why, when they were taking that group photo, she put her hand there instead of on the above the backpack or something. And I'm like, this was a group photo that she took for like 10 seconds a year ago. Oh, 
why like i don't remember what i did yesterday like why why would she know what her mental state was when she decided to put her hand under rob's backpack in a photo a year ago part of me thinks he was just asking to like be like annoying i honestly feel that way because he wasn't being serious but also they're making it seem like she took a nude pic and sent it to him like (laughs) he was wearing a backpack there's nowhere to go honestly i I have an issue with even the phrase grabbing an ass because I like Michael Darby yeah. grabs asses. Yes. Aisha, Aisha did not grab his ass. She like put her hand in that area. And I think it's an important distinction, you know, I, whatever I'm, I'm, can we move on? <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> let's talk about Orange it County. wasn't an ass grab. Okay. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. We'll have have normal below deck back next week. That should be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Um, (laughs) Let's move on to Real Housewives of Orange County. This episode... I actually, I think I enjoyed it more yeah. than more than last week, for sure. It wasn't bad. The only issue in the beginning was that it started off with all the women, which I think was very coincidental, saying 2020 is going to be better than 2019. And I just think oh, they had God. no idea what was in store for them. Obviously not. Um, can we talk about Elizabeth's relationship situation? Is she on the show? Like, what is <laughs> happening? I feel like. I'm getting big like friend of energy from her, but I feel like they didn't have like enough people in the cast to make her a friend of. So she is currently in the process of getting divorced. So the divorce is not final. And she tells the other women that she's under a strict gag order. So she can't really talk about the details of her husband or her marriage or her divorce at all, which, okay, sure. Great. I want her to get her get that bag in the divorce. So, but then she also is saying that she can't talk about her current relationship with Jimmy. Like she can't say how long they've been together, which like, okay, so were you cheating on your husband with him? But then she's not even having sex with him. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like we're getting very little from her in terms of. um, It's also not interesting at this point. It's it's not not interesting. interesting. You know, she shows up later in the episode to Shannon's housewarming looking like she's dressed for the bootleg Kentucky Derby. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like she has 
I feel like she read the housewives manual from like 2010 and was like, I'm ready to go. And it's like, what are you, what is this? Yeah. I'm, I'm a little like over her. I, I, she needs to bring something. And from what I can already tell, like she's, it's not going to happen, but more importantly, I would say that the preface of this episode is about the fact that we don't know who said Gina's house is sad and depressing. That literally is what this episode was about. The word of the day is sad. And sad. <laughs> according to Shannon, multiple times, that word is not in her vocabulary, which Shannon Bedore, come on. I, so, okay. Gina's house is like the seventh housewife this season. <laughs> we are hearing about it more and more as the, ep- we've, We've heard way more about Shannon's or about Gina's house than uh, Elizabeth. We don't know That's her. That's true. <laughs> I know exactly That's how true. many bedrooms <clears throat> Gina's house has. <laughs> the thing is that bro- they're all throwing each other under the bus. And it, it's really crazy because Bronwyn told Gina that Shannon said her house was sad and depressing. Bro- Gina And Shannon went to the side and talked about it. Shannon said, I did say it was small, but Bronwyn said it was sad. Like it was so again, same thing with like, I'll compare it to Bulldog. We don't need like move on. We don't need to know like the ins and outs of this detail. And then later, later in the episode when somebody's like, no, they said it was small. And Gina's like, it is small. (laughs) Well, my God, we will. Okay. I can't. The thing is I did appreciate Shannon saying to Gina though, that conversation at the housewarming was very like open and, and, and before it got not um, mature, but Shannon said, listen, Gina, I rent Kelly rents Bronwyn rents. You're a homeowner. And that like I felt like made Gina feel good. And, and you know, yeah. like, you know, but the fact is, Shannon, when she gets into these, when you tell her otherwise brings me back to old Shannon, like she cannot have a confrontation and she right. blows up and walks away, which right. if that's when how you she- handle a conversation. That's fine. But. Right. So she and Bronwyn, after she had talked to Gina, they sit down and, you know, they're obviously disagreeing about who said what. And then it just kind of explodes. And all of a sudden, everybody is arguing about it. And like, everyone is getting in on this conversation. And it's like, I, as much as it's a dumb thing, I'm kind of like, this is the housewife's petty, stupid drama that is kind of what I want to see. Like, yes, like, yell about who called Gina's house sad. That's what I want. But the thing that I don't like is here's the thing. I don't not like I thought Bronwyn when she entered the housewarming I thought it was great that she decided to go. I feel like if she's in a vulnerable state like that and knew she was going to be around women, she either A, shouldn't have gone or B, should have just steered clear from them for the afternoon. But I do have to say that when they were arguing the fact, the way that Gina got in her face and the things that Gina were saying were not nice and were awful and they were mm-hmm. low blows. And I was so disappointed in that behavior that first of all, you're what'd she say? A yapping. Chua- what does that even mean? A sloppy Gina? chihuahua. A sloppy chihuahua. A that, chihuahua. First of all, that w- wasn't even like a good, I've said this before. If you're gonna like insult someone, 
like use your insult, you know, don't don't insult people though. But a sloppy chihuahua, what is that? If someone said that to me, I'd be like, I would I would just like I would just like turn that back around on her. But also like and to call her and to tell her to keep drinking that that was disgusting of Gina to do. Yeah, the so I think we're, we're again seeing this kind of recurring thing of not everybody knows that Bronwyn is sober. She's only told certain people. So like Shannon knows at this point, but Gina doesn't. So then Gina, when they get in this heated argument is like using Bronwyn's drinking as an insult. And Bronwyn is like, yeah, I was wasted all of last year. That's why I'm 30 days sober now. And then I don't, I feel okay. It's, it's a tough position because Obviously, that's not the context that you want to share with someone that you're, you know, sober. Yeah, that you're sober and working on your sobriety and all of that. But at the same time, it's like if someone is is using your drinking as an insult and you are on this new journey, it makes sense that you're going to respond and be like, actually, yeah, like this is what I'm going through. But it's hard because then you're already in a heated situation. So Gina's response to that is like, oh, you're 30 days sober. You're not acting like it. That's what I mean. Yes, that was what I did. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am like certainly not <laughs> def- defending Gina in this situation. I just think it's 
it's just not an ideal situation all around that that's the context where she found out about Bronwyn's sobriety because it's like she's not gonna respond she's not gonna be like oh my god I'm sorry that I said you were wasted all of last year like good job like no I agree with that but the time or place those insults were not like you're at a party in someone's backyard with people she didn't know everybody there so for you to have for Bronwyn to have said that I'm sober and then for you to keep going that was like the behavior that should have not occurred at all but I do have one question (laughs) Bronwyn mentioned that she got a facial, so she was not able to text Gina. And to be honest, I am absolutely on team Bronwyn for that. Let me tell you why. Emily, first of all, again, talk about uh, someone inserting themselves that doesn't need to be. If you don't want to text or call someone, you do not have to. So like, Bronwyn did not owe anything to to Gina to call her. So I'm sorry. I would if I had a facial appointment and that is when you're supposed to be Zen and calm. And also, especially what Bronwyn's like going through right now where she needs this. Why in the world would she text Gina? No, I think. think, (laughs) Yeah, I also just (laughs) it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't give a shit about Gina. Like, who cares? Don't tell like what? Like, I wouldn't text Gina. I have no desire to text Gina. I do think with (laughs) when Bronwyn was like, well, I just like haven't had time. And then Emily is like, you have two nannies and you don't work. So rude. So rude. It's it's rude, but it it's not not true. It's not not true, but don't. That's none of your business. I think we're in a. Yeah, these women are in kind of a weird position where it's like they don't seem to I don't think most of these women have like real actual deep down issues with each other so it's like all of these insults that they're throwing and fights that they're having seem kind of like very petty and surface level which can be good for housewives but also it's like I don't care about Gina and Emily like I don't I don't give a shit. Like, I know. <laughs> I, I um, care less about Emily. <laughs> I know. And we do have, we have discussed this on the side and other people have said it too. I don't want to dr- draw attention to it, but Gina's fake accent is getting worse as the season goes on. So I'm hoping the season gets better and Gina's accent gets worse. And I can say that because I'm <laughs> from the, that area. I'm not from Long Island, but I know a lot of people and I'm friends with a lot of people from Long Island and my family from Long Island. I love. I don't I love know Gina's anyone that sounds accent. like that. I don't know anyone. You're a sloppy chihuahua. I love in the season trailer. <laughs> there's a moment where you see Gina say Bronwyn is broken, and that is just like my favorite. <laughs> it's just exaggerated a little bit, but that's fine. You know what? It's fine. Dylan does accents, but his are really good. Gina's Gina's accent is 100% more ridiculous than Dorit's at this point. And I think we need, that's a conversation that, you know, it's time that we have it. <laughs> Guys, remember the first time we met Dorit, like on the show, we're like, what the hell? But now it's so normal. I don't right. hear If she Dorit's didn't talk accent. like that, I wouldn't want her. Like that's, <laughs> it's part of the, part of the package. Um, very between below deck med and RHOC, who is your number one Bravo lab in the group? My number one Bravo Lab 100% is going to Shannon this week because not only did we see her last night and she 
went full costume and brought Archie, by the way, into the Zoom. But I want to give respect to her house and the reason we were in this episode, which was her beautiful housewarming party. Her housewarming party was her housewarming party was nice which we saw the house (laughs) it's interesting to me that none of these women own their homes at this point I don't have a shady comment about that I just think it's interesting because it's like why Why? um my number one Hmm. (laughs) I am going to give it to Aisha for rolling with the punches and you know figuring out the wi-fi in wherever undisclosed (laughs) location she was um and also i'm going to give it to elizabeth vargas because to be honest i'm obsessed with that outfit that tragic outfit that she wore to shannon's housewarming i don't know what she did a spin in the driveway (laughs) (laughs) she look she is she's living her meredith blake fantasy i don't know if i if it's gonna work long term but you know good for her Yeah, yes, good for her. But anyway, (laughs) thanks for listening, guys. I hope we sounded marvelous because I feel it that we did. So let us know how you feel. Rate, review, subscribe. Don't forget to join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And please check out our Bravo merch at shopbetches.com. Goodbye. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.